This is the No Switch Fitness Podcast. We want to help guide your journey into developing your best physique. With your host, Luke Miller. All right, guys, welcome back to the No Switch Fitness Podcast and another edition of the Applied Resistance portion of our show. So with me, as always, is Olivia. Olivia, how's everything going your way? It has been awesome. Having a great week with training. And honestly, that just kind of sets the mood for the week. So yeah. <laughs> you feel good. Oh, yeah. Coming out of that deload, feeling strong again. So it's been really fun. I see you in that beanie. You feeling that North Carolina fucking winters or winter coming? Yeah, this is just so I don't have to wash my hair. (laughs) (laughs) Truth comes out. (laughs) Although I've been doing like morning walks and I mean, man, you just have to bundle up when you get out there. It is so freaking cold. I ain't even gonna lie. So I'm spoiled as shit. So my morning walks are typically the Starbucks and I have changed it to treadmill at the house. And then just driving the Starbucks. I don't want to go out. Oh man! But anyways, speaking of cold weather, that typically means the holidays are coming. So we're going to be talking a little bit today about bodybuilding around the holidays, um, kind of how to approach it, some strategies. Um, we have a couple different situations in which we would be approaching the holidays as well. So. Uh, just addressing that within the confines of different processes that we we may be going through um, with our clientele and things like that. So uh, to kick us off, I think one of the big things is just knowing your goal at the time and kind of setting some parameters from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really important when you look at going into the holidays, especially Thanksgiving, because that is all based around food. Um just knowing like where you are right now in your plan and then how you need to adjust around that. If you're in a contest prep, I really would not think about asking about Thanksgiving meals. Like that's really when you need to have things nailed down and like usually refeeds are more structured at that time. Um, So, and it'll depend on your coach. It'll depend on how far out you are, but discussing that with your coach ahead of time and, and usually anticipating that, you probably won't be able to be eating off track in a contest prep. If you're in a cut, you might be able to, again, that's where the communication piece comes in. But in off season, I think it's also looking at, like we've talked about in the past, the value of creating some balance and looking at the value of that holiday, not just with the food intake, but like the purpose of it overall, which is connection and seeing family and putting relationships back at the forefront of our life. Yeah, and I think Texas loves to just tease people because we've got shows December 4th and December 11th here, and I've got people prepping for both, and it's just like none of them have asked because they don't care about Thanksgiving, which is like, man, I feel for you. I'll I'll eat. I'll throw some on the plate for you. But um, I think one of the biggest things kind of like going into that is communication with both family and coach and like setting some parameters if you don't feel comfortable with like controlling yourself. And I think that's kind of where like the conversation starts to lead, um, especially within the confines of like all season and recomps, because like obviously contest prep, like there's, there's no wiggle room. Like you're, if you truly want to win a show, like it shouldn't even be a question. Um, but within the confines of like recomping and like, especially all season, uh, the value of spending that time with your family 
and preparing yourself to be able to be cutthroat and relentless within contest prep um, is, is very valuable. And I think a lot of this starts with if, if you don't feel very comfortable with like adjusting through the day, like you haven't done it much before or anything along those lines, those lines is, is setting some sort of game plan or action plan with your coach so that we can start to talk about some strategies to be able to mitigate that. And I think a lot of that is going to be just planning ahead. So there's some simple things that you can do as far as like planning. Um, if you're having to travel, like looking at the gyms in the area, seeing if there's anything that's open on Thanksgiving, if training on Thanksgiving is something you enjoy. Um, it's not to say like you have to be hardcore and go train if you don't want to. I think the point is doing what you think will make your day more enjoyable for yourself that allows you to be more present with your family. Like for me, I know that like Thanksgiving for me is a, is a big like, I just really enjoy going to get a really good training session in before I go sit down with the family and have Thanksgiving. And that's just what makes me happy. Like, and that's just kind of how we should be approaching this is like, what is going to make you the happiest within the confines of an off season? And that's kind of where we start to talk about like possible nutrition adjustments, doing some things around travel um, and kind of diving into how we can adjust to make the impact the least uh, overall on like mitigating our progress. Yes, exactly. And I think, like you said, knowing ahead of time what you have available as in terms of a gym, in terms of food, you know, if you're going to be on track the rest of that weekend, making sure you have your other meals packed or prepped or that you have a plan for when you're going to hit the grocery store. Because if you can kind of plan around that meal and know that you're just going to have that one meal off track, it just, it creates some consistency and it can reduce stress around the actual event if it is a stressor to eat off plan. And then with training, you might not be at the same gym. So just keeping your goals objective with that, maybe not thinking like for me, if I'm going out of town for a couple of days, I might not use my logbook on those sessions because I'm not using the same equipment, but maybe I'm training with a family member who wants to get in the gym with me. So using it as another bonding experience, instead of it being like this stressor, I have to do this hundred percent or else I'm falling off track because as soon as we kind of set it up, oh, if I take a step off track, then I'm off. We almost like allow ourselves sometimes to just go off the rails. And that's what I normally, or I see very often is people have that one meal off track. They'll feel like their training wasn't the same. And then that whole weekend just kind of snowballs into this chaotic effect. And then we're having to do damage control in the week after, whereas normally a meal or two off isn't going to throw you off track if you're you know, not in a contest prep. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where, you know, even if it helps you to like just adjust during the day, like this is something I'll do is I'll pull down calories throughout the carbohydrates and fats and some of my meals earlier throughout the day, just because I know I'm going to have a little bit of a bigger meal uh, with Thanksgiving to allow for like a little bit more caloric intake there. Um, again, I'm not trying to like go in and making an all eat out fest though. I think that's the other thing too, is like, there's plenty of data to show like the reduction in like sensitivity for longer than just like that period right after the meal. Um, it can even carry over into the next day and things like that as far as like response to food. Uh, so just making it more about like not macro tracking, like that's not what Thanksgiving's about. It should be just about having an estimate of like 
you know, pulling back calories a bit just so I can enjoy some food with the family, enjoy the experience, enjoy the time with others, um, and then get back onto your uh, plan the following day. And I think that's where some people may go wrong as well. It's kind of like you said, they, they fall off. And it's like, ah, fuck it. I'm just going to do it for the rest of the weekend. And then it's like, we're six, seven pounds up after a three day, day Thanksgiving trip. And it's like, what just happened? Um, yeah. Especially when off season where a lot of times your momentum is kind of built around how sensitive, how long you can stay sensitive to food. Um, it, it really makes it tough if you're just like going in there to make it an eating fest and, and that kind of stuff. Right. So um, there's some, some other things too, like just like one plate rule, like just keeping it to one plate, not going back for seconds, things like that. Um, is, is, is important for us understanding if you're really serious about taking this to the next level, like that allows you to keep things on track, but still enjoy the time period. Now, if you're willing to take the, the consequences of, of having that larger meal and, and spending that time with family, and that's more important to you is to have that be more, more of an eating experience then by all means, but just understand the sacrifice that you're taking on the progress side or could possibly be taking on the progress side when it, when it comes to that. Yeah. And I think being first off, like being really objective with yourself, knowing your patterns in the past, um, for myself, especially in the past, it's definitely gotten better over time. Like I have felt a strong need to compensate, but I, I would like extend that period. If depending on how guilty I felt around that meal, like if I felt like I went went ham at Thanksgiving, it's like, oh, I might compensate for like days following. And not only like physically could we have issues with that, but mentally it starts to create or create or foster that negative mindset around food. So I found like setting that plan ahead of time, knowing like, okay, maybe the one plate rule or um, knowing how I'm going to structure my day around it instead of trying to figure that out on the day of. And also not restricting leading into that day, because if you find that you like don't eat all day, you finally get to that meal and you kind of like permit it in your mind that you can do whatever you want during that meal, or you've created all this anxiety around it. And then you miss the whole point of the holiday to begin with. So I think having that plan ahead of time where it's not like a set in stone structure, but it can having some guidelines can reduce anxiety, but you just need to kind of know yourself and be able to communicate that with your coach and with your family. Like I've done that ahead of time, even if they're not hundred percent on board with, with bodybuilding or you not necessarily like joining in the festivities completely like telling them okay here's where i am right now here's my goals like here's what i'll be doing here's the meals that i'll be packing and then here's where i will be joining in at least you kind of set that expectation ahead of time so you're not trying to make those decisions in this highly emotional state yeah and i think if that's what again this comes back to like what makes you happy if that brings the happiness that allows you to be present within the moment that's where the true value is because like I know some people like, especially for those who have like eating based histories that like are issues with eating, it can be such a neurotic case that they can't even enjoy their time with their family. Um, and that's not what we want. Right. And so um, having that planning, like there's a reason people say proper preparation prevents poor performance. Like that's going to uh, cross apply into like your ability to, to connect with others as well. Um, and then just 
not allowing that punishment type thought process to come back and really just snapping back into routine and, and kind of setting up yourself to address any issues that may come off the back end of that, right? Because digestion might be skewed for a couple of days and, and things along those lines. So it is, there is a lot of value for getting back into that routine so that we can see that start to re-regulate and move back into the right direction um, as we start to get like from like the holiday portion back into like normal life and then turn around and hit Christmas again, which depending on your family, Christmas can be like food involved or not. Um, I come from a good old Southern family and Emily's mom is a cook. And so everything is about food. Uh, so that is kind of one of the things like understanding like that you are stringing a couple holidays together and that it is uh, worth it to get back on track pretty fast that you can be able to enjoy each experience as you, as you go through them. Exactly. And again, with, with Christmas, it's like, I think sometimes people think, I see it. I see an interesting flux of clients at this time of year. And sometimes like people will start dropping off right before, because I think it's like, Oh, well, once Thanksgiving happens, like then we have Christmas, but then we can set intentions for the new year and kind of move forward from there. But really just looking at things like one day at a time, trying not to get ahead of ourselves and, and, or assume that we're just going to fall off track in that time. It's like knowing after Thanksgiving, having a plan for that next week, maybe setting a goal for that next week ahead of time, whether that's a training goal or a food goal or activity goal. Um, so you have something to look forward to as you move into that next week that is independent of trying to compensate for that behavior um, or trying to just like damage control. It's just like snapping back into plan with a new focus. Um, and that way you keep that like forward momentum as opposed to it being about undoing any past behavior or, or like fearfully anticipating that future holiday. Yeah. And I think an opportunity that you have on holidays too, is to encourage activity, like going to do things together. Right. And like do, keeping your steps up by going to do these activities together. And like, I know some people that do like the family football games, like that's a thing down here in the South. And it's like, uh, it's like, just please don't tear a hamstring, but have fun. Because, uh, <laughs> like, I can just see it right now. Like, we already have trouble walking. It's more like a side to side waddle. Can you imagine, like, a full on 245 pound bodybuilder trying to full on sprint for a family football game? Um, that's the kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, like, make it an event, like, make it enjoyable where you can go out and go shopping with your family. Like, fuck, Black Friday go to every store that you can and just get like 20,000 steps for the day. Right. Like it's fun. You can do it with your family. It's easy to pack your meals and just kind of enjoy the time. Right. And that's kind of where like enjoying the holidays is fun. And uh, especially if you're a gift giver like me, cause you can kind of go plan your gifts for Christmas and, and make sure that everybody has what they want. So um, it, there's a lot of value in enjoying the holidays. And I think like from an off season perspective, there should be, that and I think there is some value in talking about possibly like that that awkward phase, like the recomp phase, the cutting phase, and like what that would look like. Um, I don't know how how you think about it or how you approach it, but like if for me, it's kind of depending on where they're at in in the recomp. Um, I do have a couple that are kind of in that recomp phase right now, setting up a prep to start like December. Um, so it is kind of important for me to. Uh, allow them to enjoy that experience. Um, and depending on what the end goal is, is kind of how I approach it. So like one of my people like is just doing a recomp just to see what they look like 
by the end of the diet phase. And so like, I'm actually purposely pushing the variables pretty hard the couple weeks into Thanksgiving so that it can be almost like a diet break. They enjoy the couple days with their family, um, setting some guidelines around it, kind of like we just talked about, um, enjoying that meal with their family and things like that. And then it's back to the diet after, and it just ends up being a lot better. They get the mental break. They can enjoy that experience. They've been pushing pretty hard. So it is more of a relaxation time for them. And then hopping back on plan will further the result from there and, and be able to enjoy that, especially like within the mini cut, you're not following a necessary timeline. So it's more just getting them to where they need to be um, and, and then going from there. Um, and for the people that are more like kind of going into prep, um, setting some guidelines but being a little bit looser around it because I know the phase that they're about to go into. Um, and that's kind of where like I kind of approach that setup phase, recomp phase, however, whatever the next phase may be for the person um, is just like setting guidelines according to how, where they're at in their goal set and like possibly planning ahead with the phase so that we know that we can take that break. Yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing as well for the couple and like mini cuts is just like, like maybe that first week, like leading into it, keeping food lower, allowing that as a break and then going back into it thereafter. Um, but also I think that's, that is something that you and your coach can do together. So, so again, with like the compensation is like, be honest about what you did. If you like went a little bit overboard or found yourself compensating, like be really honest when you get back, same as you would with any check-in. And then you can strategize together about how that next week or next few weeks following are going to go. And look at it as data. It's like you learn something about yourself in that experience. Oh, I did really well having, having some kind of structure, or I felt really restricted having structure. And then I kind of went overboard. That's a great way to plan ahead for the next holiday. And you kind of learn over time. There's not a perfect way to do it. Every situation is going to be different. You're going to grow over time and don't compare to what other people are doing. Cause you'll see people like hardcore hundred percent every day is a diet day, like no breaks. And it's like, maybe that's you. Maybe that's not you. Maybe you have no emotional ties to food, or maybe it is really emotionally embedded, but it's like removing that guilt from it and learning that we all have different relationships with food based on our family history. And we can kind of rewire those connections over time, but we also have to be patient with ourselves and honest with ourselves through the process as we like figure out what balance is going to look like in those periods. And, and ultimately, like, kind of like you said, there, there's no perfect way to go about this, right? It's just kind of finding what makes you happy and then moving forward from there. Um, and that's kind of where, you know, having that conversation with your coach with what makes you happy is, is important. Like I have, I have a couple of that, like Thanksgiving is like the event of the year. It's like, it's like, we're, we're making this happen. It's going to be like a full on 25 person spread for five people. Like that's kind of like what's happening. Um, and, and they know that they're going to go a little overboard, but they typically plan it like within the confines of understanding that we're probably going to have to diet a bit for the next month or so and, and kind of go into that route. Right. And so that's, they're fine with that. They don't care. And, but they understand that like, that's their time to enjoy whatever the fuck they want. Right. And then that makes them happy and they're able to do what they need to do when it comes time. Right. And that's all, all we end up asking is like understanding where you're at, accepting that your choices will have consequences, positive or negative. 
Um, and then just being being able to do what's necessary from there to make sure that you, you reach your end goals. And I think look at the holiday and and your family, if you're spending it with your family um, and what's going to be most important to them. And I think it's that you're present and that you're involved. And it usually has less to do with the food than it does just you being involved and sharing in that like communion with everyone around. And really the worst thing you could do is get there and not be present at all because you're just so stressed about being off plan. And so like, look at the value of that. And sometimes that could be just being involved, getting some food, picking it stuff. If you're not going to be like eating off plan or even don't really enjoy the food, but just like being with them and that's going to pay off more in the end. And I've also found like little bonus is sometimes family and friends can learn from you and your behaviors just by like watching how you handle the holidays. And if you're the one hosting, you can be the one to kind of create those different routines around the holidays. Like maybe you are the one structuring a family football game or something where you, it's more about the activity. It's more about the games and less about the food. And we can start to kind of shift the focus around those holidays um, and, and foster healthier relationships with food moving forward. Cause for those of us who maybe come from that Southern background where food is so emotionally rooted and it is such an expression of love, like that's something that we can work on improving so that down the line, you know, we can begin to disconnect that or create healthier habits around it. Yeah. And, and more making it about the family time together than anything else. And so that's kind of where, um, it, it really comes like, and that communication with your family is important. Like I've, my family is like so on board with like everything that we're doing here. And so it's really cool to see like, um, the, the Thanksgiving options are like two different spreads almost at this point. It's like white turkey meat and then like the actual turkey. <laughs> and it's just, it's funny because they, they, they make everything they would normally make, but they, they definitely want us to be a part of everything. And it's a lot of fun. So, and we turn black Friday into a whole ordeal. So, uh, I come from a gift giving family. So like Christmas is like the thing. And so like the holidays actually start at black Friday. So, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but anyways, I think, I think ultimately guys, like the importance is understanding that the value is in with the family time and the value is not overly in the food itself, build out whatever that is, that's going to make you happy. And then just, just go into it with an open mind and then be, be able to be there for, for your loved ones and everything. And that's kind of where best outcomes are always going to be because the last thing you want to do is just regret what you did on the holidays because you weren't there, you didn't have a plan or you couldn't enjoy your time with your friends and family because um, that's ultimately what it's, what it's all about. So uh, a lot of strategies there. Is there anything you kind of wanted to touch on before we wrap up into kind of wrapping this up? I think that's it. Um, You know, I think in these next couple of weeks, it's a good opportunity to kind of evaluate what we said where you are in the process, communicating with your, with your coach and family and setting an intention for the holiday. So um, take this time as an opportunity to learn more about yourself and maybe even like reframe what that means to you and then learn from it. Amen to that. Well, guys, I really appreciate it. We love coming on to the podcast and hearing the feedback from you guys. So if there's anything you want to hear us chat about, shoot us a message. We're always happy to kind of cover it. Um, now, there's a lot of anxiety going into the holidays and so that there's different things that people want to kind of hear so 
Um, make sure you guys contact us, message us, whatever it may be. Um, make sure that you guys sign up for the UK seminar uh, coming to Ultraflex. That's going to be March 26th and 27th. Going to be the event of the year, co-branded with Prescript. So super, super excited for that. Um, and the new clothing that just launched. Make sure you guys grab yourself a crew neck. Winter's coming. We all got to stay warm um, and go from there. So until next time, guys, know all switching to results. And we'll talk to you soon.